Hi, this is Katie Ward with Lancaster Consulting. So I'm going to go on a little soapbox for a moment because this is something I've been talking about for some time and it was just very apparent today that my point continues to be made. So everybody's talking about the blue collar industry and how it's starting to dwindle down and how, you know, nobody's able to find reliable people to do, you know, the work that needs to be done uh, and do it well. You know, there is no more or no more of, of good quality workers, it seems, that to be the perception from a lot of people. And workmanship is a word that I like to use today to talk about that quality that you get whenever you need something done. So I am in the process of starting to derive floor plans and think about building a new place um, on our property. And it's not something that's going to be immediate. It's going to be something that is going to be a, a while for while now because interest rates are just crazy. I'm not going to, you know, build something and then go on like a 7% interest rate. Wait till they get back down to 3%, whether I have to wait one, two, three years. Um, I'm just not going to do it. And I'll just continue to pay towards my current mortgage, which is almost paid off and maybe I'll just get it paid off before I build. Um, but you know, I, I, I trying to get ideas and my cousin, his wife is a realtor and she had recommended I go look at some floor plans, um, of some open houses and, um, they had an open house today. And so there was like five houses that you could go look at brand new. And I'm a very visual person. So I want to see the floor plan, like on a piece of paper with the dimensions of each of the rooms. And then like, look at it visually and say like, okay, so this is 10 by 10 bedroom or, you know, this is a five by five you know, walk-in closet or a pantry or something like that. But none of the houses had those floor plan sheets. And so I couldn't gauge, you know, what I was looking at because there wasn't any dimensions there available to compare what I could see in person. So I didn't stay very long. But as I was looking through the houses, I just noticed something very apparent that these brand new construction homes from the outside, mm, they look like average houses. They don't look like they're just wonderful quality. They look okay. Um, they're just a look to something that makes it seem like it's better quality. But as you go in the house and you start looking around, I'm a very detail oriented person and so I start looking at the cabinets, I start looking at the baseboards, I start looking at everything, 
And I noticed that in every single house, there are blemishes everywhere. There are blemishes in the cabinets, uh, the kitchen cabinets mostly. Um, and then blemishes on the trim, uh, blemishes on the walls. Uh, it's just a lot of blemishes. And I don't know if it's because of the kind of wood that they're using now for cabinets. I'm old school in the sense of I like real wood cabinets, whether they get painted or they just get stained. Um, I like the look and I like the durability of the, the harder woods, the real woods, and not that fake shit you get. Now, when you go into like Lowe's and they're like, okay, here's some cabinets here, just stain them and here you go. Those just, just don't make me happy. <laughs> um, but if you go and get custom, it's really hard to find. It seems like it's hard to find people who do trim carpentry, true trim carpentry. And that skill set just seems to be lacking because I guess they either don't want to pay for that trim carpenter because it's going to be a lot of money. You can, you know, get a whole custom kitchen, you know, for like 30000 um, or you can go to Lowe's and stain them and get nicer fronts um, or pullouts or whatever, um, and it's half the price. But I'm not, but that's the thing is like these houses right now are just outrageously expensive and they don't look like they're quality homes. Like the house that I went to today, they're in like 1,700 square feet houses at 300000 plus dollars for a brand new house in a neighborhood without land. <laughs> so just to me, I can't wrap my head around that cost because it just didn't seem like they were nice cabinets. So those little things bother me because you pay a lot of money and you don't get the workmanship um, for the price that you're paying. So all those blemishes um, should have been caught as the builder or the person who installed the cabinets went back through and was like, okay, you know, like, here's an issue here. Like, we need to fix this. We need to replace this. Um, you know, whatever. But that didn't happen. And of course, I noticed all the blemishes everywhere. And it's like, for 300000 for a 1700 square foot house, this house better be perfect. So, get back to the point of this. I was in one of the houses. And... There was some ladies, seemed like a lady in her 50s and maybe her mom who was older. And they were looking at houses. And the lady was like talking about her son and how he, you know, decided that he wasn't going to go uh, finish college. And how she was really disappointed that he wasn't going to finish college and um, and that he better you know, find a really good job, um, and if he wasn't, you know, going to finish school. And at the same time, 
she was complaining also what I saw about the cabinets. They just, you know, she was like, God, this looks terrible. They look cheap. Like these people just threw them in, you know, there was like nothing to these cabinets, like look terrible. And it made me think about all these parents and I don't have kids. I don't know how to raise a kid. I don't know anything about anything with kids, but I am a very logical person and I'm a very analytical person. So when I see something right in front of me, to me, it's like very obvious. Then it's like very obvious. Like this is what should be done. So it just made me laugh because not not knowing anything about her, what her thoughts are on this, but I've noticed a lot of parents who want college for their kids. And that's great. If that kid wants to go to college, great. But college isn't for everyone. I took the path of I went to college because I was on a scholarship uh, for sports and I was going to go to college. I don't, I didn't like school at all. I never wanted to go to school. I just wanted the social and sport aspect of it. I wanted to do that and that's all I wanted to do. So I didn't get the best grades um, and I probably could have gone to a better school that I wanted to go to on scholarship if I had better grades as well, but I didn't because I just didn't like school. And then when I got hurt and... I came back home, I was like, okay, I just don't think college is for me. So I I went into banking and thought maybe this was the path because, you know, I seemed to be okay at it and I thought it was going to be something I would go further and maybe work my way up in the company. And as I started working there for a couple years, I was like, okay this is not my life. Like I don't want to come in every single day and do the same thing every single day for the rest of my life. So I had to think about what I wanted to do. And what I determined was, okay, I guess I'm going to have to go back to school. (laughs) And that was my choice. That was something that I decided to do. And that was the only option that I knew of not knowing that there were other options out there for me outside of college. So I went to school. But there are some people who, well, let me finish. I went to college and I just kept going to college because it turns out that there, once you get into the specific area that you're learning about, that's when I started to excel. So once I got past all of the first couple years of the BS of the of the math, algebra, you know, the American history, all that crap that you have to do the first couple years, like once I got over that hump, that's when I started really liking school um, and excelling because I was like, oh, once I figure out, like, once I get done with this, I can focus on what I truly want to learn. That's when it became enjoyable. So advice to those who maybe not want to go to college, but you're going to college and that first two years you're on the struggle bus, 
if you still want to go to school and you have dreams that you want to pursue, just try to push through that first crappy two years of having to get your basics done and then go on to what you're truly going to learn in your, your last two years. So anyways, the, the parents, you know, want their kids to go to college, 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 but they never think about, you know, what other options there are out there, you know, going to a vocational school. A lot of parents think that vocational school is like beneath their, beneath them, you know, or beneath their children because this parent went to college and you know, they have their MBA and they, you know, they're a partner in a company, but they want their kid to also do that. Well, you know, it's okay that they go to a vocational school because if they go to a vocational school, the schooling takes a lot less time than college. It's way cheaper and they're kind of come out with a skill that they can apply immediately in the workforce, whether it's in aviation, whether it's construction whether it's trim carpentry, plumbing, HVAC, whatever, they're going to walk into a job and make really good money because it's needed and it's even it's needed even more so today. But what I laugh about is I was looking at Black Friday ads and the Black Friday ads have some of them had like you know, Tonka trucks, you know, your your toddler can, can can use a dump truck. You know, they can they can, you know, go build something in their with their tools, you know, you know, tool set, you know, children's tool set for $29.99 or this Tonka truck, dump truck that you can buy for $59.99 or whatever it was. And it's funny because it's okay at that age to play with the Tonka trucks and the dump trucks and be a builder and do all that when they're children. And it's okay then. But why is it not okay for them to do that when they're older, when they're 18 years old, 17 years old, trying to figure out what they want to do in life? That's what I don't get. You know, they buy them all these presents and they're like, oh yeah, you're you're a driver for a dump truck. Oh, look at you. You're building this house. You're building this. You're doing this great. And kids remember, because I was one of those kids who was like, oh man, I, I played banker when I was a, you know, a little kid when I was five, six years old. And there was a bank, like a little chair that I had. And I was like exchanging money with customers. And, and in my head, I was like, Oh man, this sounds like a job. And I remembered that. I did remember that. And so that's one of the reasons why I was like, hmm, I might want to do this when I get older. So I know that kids do remember these things. So I can't imagine a kid, you know, playing with these Tonka trucks. They're playing with all these construction toys, um, doing all these different things with their children and it being okay. But then as they get older, the parents are like, hmm. You can't do that. I don't want you to do that because you're better than this. You should go to college. And the kid's like, but I don't understand (laughs) because I played with them when I was a kid. So why can't I basically do it for a job now? 
And that's what I don't get. It's just so hypocritical to me that it's okay for them as little kids to do these things, but then not as they get older. So, you know, micro has a great uh, program, you know, micro works, you know, where he focuses on getting students in high school into the tradesmen, uh, craftsmen type work environment. And there are some high schools right now who actually, you know, when they're, when they do scholarship or signing days for different colleges for sports or something, you know, some schools are doing that for the students that they are, um, admitting into their trade school. And I think that's awesome because they're showing that, yeah, this student is going from high school and he's, he or she's going to go into HVAC or construction and, they're going to sign the paperwork today to, you know, start that schooling. And that that student athlete's going to go for four years. And they might end up with a degree that may not help them in the future. But that one student's going to go in for 18 months, maybe a little bit longer. And they're going to walk out and have a job, most likely, with really good pay and benefits working for a company or for themselves. So my advice is just figure out what that student likes to do, what that kid likes to do, and really start focusing on like how, we, how you can get them to where they're going to be successful. And if that means that they want to drive a dump truck, let them drive a dump truck for a construction company, you know. Let them work with tools and then put them in the classes, you know, their vocational classes that you can take outside of like attending full time. You can take some classes at night. Hey, you want to do trim carpentry? You think you might like this? Like, why don't you take a night class over here at, you know, this Fotech and see if you like it. Try it for one semester. Try it for eight weeks and see what how you do. And then if you like it, then we'll start pursuing that path. But, you know, trying to figure out what they're good at, what they like, what's going to make them happy is more important than driving, driving them towards going to college or driving them towards something that you had envisioned for them that they may not have envisioned for themselves. So that's my soapbox. This is Katie Ward <laughs> with Lancaster Consulting. Have a good day.